Hey, good people. How's it going? Hope everyone is doing well today. So glad you're here with me today. This is Coach Cookie, your life and relationship coach. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Rising Higher. Today, we're just going to chit chat about life, relationships, and I'm going to give you some snippets for success to not only help you to survive, but to help you thrive. Now, in today's episode, I want to focus on why men are avoiding marriage. But before we discuss that, let's talk about why the narcissist hurt people. This is from last week's episode. Now, the high points from that episode was that the narcissist has this vicious superego that attacks him all the time and tells him horrible things like you're worthless, no one likes you, you're the scum of the earth, you're a terrible person, and there's nothing good about you. So when the narcissist finds a partner, the narcissist takes all the things that he's hearing from his superego and he puts it off on his or her partner in order to make themselves feel better. Now, the sad part is that this is the only way that they know how to make themselves feel better. So they would never stop doing it. And in essence, this is why they hurt people. If this is something that sounds interesting to you and you want to learn more about, check out the entire episode. It's called Why the Narcissist Hurt People. Now, today on Cookie's Commentary, I want to talk to my listeners about being careful who you get dating advice from. We all have some families, uh, we all have those family members and friends who get their friendship advice from magazine articles, books, television, movies, or even on social media. Now, the sad part is that none of these sources of advice deal with reality. It's all fantasy that's not going to be really any help to you at all. Unless you have friends or family in a healthy, loving, caring relationship that you admire, it's not a good idea to get dating advice from them. Most of the time, your friends and your family get in miserable, toxic relationships by accident, and all you see is constant arguing and miscommunication. Most of these people are stuck in those relationships due to fear, financial reasons, or children. So when you ask them for advice, they're very judgmental and they will project their misery on you and their main agenda is to keep you down. You know the old cliche, misery loves company. Their advice is usually negative because they don't have any experience about how beautiful a relationship can be. Another thing about getting advice from family and friends is that they are emotionally involved. Okay, so they're emotionally involved to the point where They don't want to see you hurt, so they're going to tell you what they think you might want to hear. They usually don't take the time to learn your heart, the dynamics in your relationship, and ultimately it turns out to be the wrong advice because it was based on their experiences and their story. It's also important to remember that there are a lot of professional therapists and psychotherapists that are only trained in how to deal with mental health and attachment issues and don't know the first thing about dealing with toxic relationships or a narcissist. They don't have that personal experience, so they can't relate to what needs to be done or said or what advice to give you. I can tell you from personal experience that going to a therapist that knows nothing about a narcissist abuse makes things at home worse been there done that one i'm a certified life and relationship coach and i have experience with dealing with problems in romantic relationships um toxic relationships such as narcissistic abuse uh i have experience dealing with problems in dating and problems with dealing with your children i have even worked with individuals in same-sex relationships 
I'm not saying that you have to pick me as your coach, but I want all my listeners to be careful who they decide to get advice from when it comes to relationships, because everyone does not have your best interest at heart or they can't help you. And as a result, you continue to face the same problems. Okay. Okay. Now, today on Keeping It Real, I do have a question. And let me see here. Okay, I have a question from Kirsten. And she asks, and she says, Hey, Coach Cookie, I hear everyone talking about the narcissist coming back to Hoover. I've been away from the narcissist for quite a while. I'm not interested in hearing back from him, but I have not been Hoovered. I hear that this is part of the process, so why haven't I been Hoovered? This is a really good question, and yes, it is part of the process. I'm going to give you an answer in a two-part. I'm going to answer this in two parts. Um, a lot of the reason why you're probably not getting Hoover has a lot to do with how the relationship ended. Uh, I'm going to give you a really good example. When I got out of my relationships with the narcissist, I discarded them. And when I left, they knew that I was on to who they were and what they were doing. Now, I was in a few relationships because it took me a while to learn about the title narcissist. But once I got the full concept and I got the game down knew who they were, they knew that I wasn't having it. And they knew that I wasn't going to go along with the program. Once they know that you're up on their game, they don't want to risk hoovering you because they can't handle having their fragile egos cracked. Now, I do remember in one relationship I was in and I left them and they sent me a gift with a card. And I believe that this was a Hoover test just to test the waters to see if I was going to respond. Of course, it didn't work because there was no response from me. They learned quickly that wasn't going to work. And that was the only experience that I've ever had as as far as being Hoover. So remember, you may get subtle Hoovers just to test the waters. Okay, now the second reason they may not be hoovering you is because they have plenty of options for supply and they don't need you right now. But the thing about it is that if you went no contact and you know and they know that you know their game and you're not playing with them, it's very likely that you're not going to get a hoover. You might get a, a few subtle uh, test hoovers just to test the water. Regardless of the reason that you have not been hoovered, Girl, count your blessings, okay? Now, for the topic of today, we're going to discuss why men are avoiding marriage. Yes, why are men avoiding marriage? Now, I know what you guys are saying, right? But I deal a lot with this in my, when I'm doing my coaching. So, I, I, I'm going to bring it. I'm about to bring it. I'm going to let you know why. Believe it or not, but there are men who, who are out there who want to get married but have a difficult time choosing a mate because in this generation of women, they're raised to be independent, get an education, and start a career. Their main focus is not on teaching them how to raise the children, cook, clean, and sew clothes. As a result, in our society, our family standards have lowered and women grow up to feel like they have to be dominant in order to be successful in the workforce. This toxic feminism is destroying the nuclear family. Yes, it's destroying the nuclear family. In other words, the leave it to be for days are gone. 
And with the women rights movement, women went out, got their degrees, and wanted to have a career. So as a result, the modern day woman that is educated has higher standards for men and a lot of good men that are out there who may need, may be ready for marriage and relationships, but they're not able to meet the high standards of the modern day woman. This toxic feminism movement and the high standards placed by the modern day woman have destroyed the nuclear family and has created broken homes in the majority of our society. With the feminist movement, it's made it harsher for men to the point where they look at the entire marriage situation as a setup for failure. So if a couple decides to separate or get a divorce, the women, the I mean, the men know that the courts usually favor with the women to get everything. And the man is left living from paycheck to paycheck. And he misses. And if he misses a child support payment, he may go to jail. So the majority of the men have this subconscious fear of failure when it comes to marriage. This is one of the biggest reasons why in our society, there's not a lot of value or emphasis put on the importance of marriage. So as a result, many men who have had or seen negative experiences in the past are not focused on the married life. They find the single life to be more appealing, which in essence means that they can do whatever they want to do whenever they want to do it. More than likely, the independent modern day woman may not realize it, but she doesn't make the situation any better because she has developed this masculine personality that they don't need a man and they can provide for themselves. I want my women to think about it. If you feel that way, why are you looking for a man? The concept goes against the man's nature. For all my independent women, when you go out on a date with a man that you're interested in, that you want to be serious with, and that is husband material okay stop saying i got it i can pay for my meal when you let the man pay or take care of you women this doesn't mean that you're weak or needy it means that you are putting yourself in a position to accept what a real masculine man is wanting to offer you if you want a real man you can't be scared or feel offended if men who want to love their ladies take care of their ladies and treat them like a queen. That's their job. So women, it's important for you um, to let the man know that you need him and he's appreciated. So it's important for you to accept his help. Mature masculine men love to be purposeful, useful, and productive. It's important to uplift value and respect the masculine men. Okay, You don't want any energy to come off like you don't care about them. When you do that, this puts a real man in a position to question, why is he there with you? But so often the men walk away feeling he doesn't have a purpose or doesn't feel appreciated. And when he's made to feel that way, he doesn't want to stay around. Okay. And there you have it. There's another reason why men avoid marriage. I hate to tell my modern day women. Okay. You are your own worst enemy right now because you are so adamant about being aggressive and dominant and you fail to understand this is not what men really want in a woman. Okay, now, Coach Cookie, I have worked hard for where I am today. I hear you. I hear you. So have I. And there's nothing wrong with being an independent, strong woman, competitive, fighting for your rights, fighting for the planet, improving your point. The problem comes in when the female tries to bring those traits 
in that mentality in a relationship. Stop doing that, ladies. It's not going to work. It's hard for a man to find a woman who is not going to bring that mentality in a relationship. And this is one of the biggest reasons why they don't want to get married. Because that is against their nature. When you are at work, you can be that person all day long. But when you're at home with your man or you're going out on a date, that same energy is not going to work. Okay, Coach Cookie, you're not making much sense. Okay, what are you talking about? Okay, let me break it down for you like this. Women, you know all that energy you put into studying for your career or starting uh, your own company. Put that same energy into studying about and getting to know your man or getting a man and keeping a man. Yes, your man deserves the same type of energy that you put into a career at home. Dress up for him. Study him. What is effective communication when it comes to him? What kinds of foods does he like? Can you please him sexually? Put in the same work as you do for your nine to five as you do for your man. Okay? That's the same energy you need to be giving him. Basically, men don't want to be married or committed to someone when all they're going to get is the leftovers. They're not going to want the leftovers, ladies. In addition to that, when you're at home with your man, they want a woman to be delicate, feminine, knows how to listen, be supportive, and knows how to take care of home. Don't try to be controlling or the authority figure unless you're dealing with the children or your employees on your job. Remember, you are his partner, so he doesn't need a dictator. So don't start telling him what he can and what he can't do or what he should or what he shouldn't be doing. He doesn't need that. Okay. I need for the women to start thinking about and being submissive. Being submissive is not a bad thing, ladies. It means that you love your man and that you're considerate of his feelings. Take time to be understanding and listen to what he has to say. Be supportive while giving him advice in a loving, caring manner. Successful, powerful women in the workforce know when to be quiet and know when to say less. Put that same energy in your man when you're at home. Chill out. You don't have to always be the driver. Give your man the steering wheel and trust that he's going to get you both where you're trying to go and ensure your safety and well-being during the journey. It's time for you to rest in your femininity and let him be the superman. Now, for a lot of my independent women out there, I know it. This is easier said than done. I know it. But I just had to keep it real with you and let you know these are some of the real reasons why you can't find a man and some of the real reasons why men are straying away being committed from a serious relationship and getting married. Now, to all my listeners out there, I would love to hear your thoughts on this topic and share your experiences and your thoughts. Remember, we are all learning together to rise higher, and I would love to hear your ideas. Remember, I'm here for you, so I want to be able to bring content that meets your needs. So if you have any questions that you would like for me to answer, or if you have a topic that you would like for me to do an episode on, please let me know. Anyone that needs my help or needs one-on-one coaching, please hit me up at heycoachcookie at gmail.com. To all my podcast listeners, if you love what you hear, please review on your favorite platform, and don't forget to share with others. 
to my YouTube listeners. Don't forget to leave a comment, like, subscribe, and share. This is Coach Cookie reminding you to love yourself first as we rise higher together. Talk to you soon.